and welcome to Phil and Nonsense. This is a Scottish podcast discussing and debating all current events and the age-old questions while being incredibly unequipped to do so. Uh, my name's Daniel Mooney and I'm joined here tonight by Kenny Simpson. Give us a quick hello, Kenny. Oh, hello, Kenny Simpson, yeah. That was quick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got a really sore back for a 27-year-old. Amen, brother. Amen. We should, have, we should have got some padding on these seats. Um, yeah. Also, also join us tonight, we've got Dale Clad. Dale Clad, say hello. Hey, what's happening, guys? I've got my beer in my glass, and I'm ready to talk about some fucked up alien shit. Aliens. Aliens. <laughs> Must be the aliens. And kicking over, and last but not least, we've got Ellie and Quinn. Elliot, say hello. Say a couple of things. Hello, troops. Good evening. Finally, we're, we've, we've came back together. We're back this is together. going to be a funny topic. This is going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. So, just to fill in Elliot's comment as well, nobody will actually be made aware of the fact that we've already done uh, two other episodes, <laughs> which didn't get quite as far as we wanted. So this is we are ki- restarting, rekindling the fire that is Phil and nonsense. And we're going to let that shit up, turn it into a bonfire that you'll be able to see and hear for miles and miles. Um, now, miles into space. Miles into space, yeah. Sending them the signals. Um, <laughs> and So basically how this podcast is structured is each uh, episode, one of the hosts um, comes up with a topic and we all rotate around. So this week I'm going to hand it over to Dale, um, who's just going to give us a wee bit of an introduction about the topic. Uh, and then I am just going to give you a, a wee bit of a golden handshake there, Dale. On you go, take it away. Oh, we're passing the torch now. The, the usual host is passing the torch down, and I'm going to run with it. You <laughs> <laughs> make me so proud. <laughs> Small tear in your eye, darling. <laughs> All right, just wipe it away. So, this week, we're going on to a, quite a weird and wonderful topic of Are We Alone? We're going to be discussing aliens, planets, maybe even time travel. Who knows? Black holes might come into the equation as well. I've been looking forward to this for a good couple of weeks because everyone knows I'm quite the conspiracy theorist and I strongly <laughs> believe that we should be travelling to Mars and cultivating food and starting farms and just saying goodbye to Earth for, for a long, long while. Um, so I'm just going to fire straight away with the first question. Go for Do you me. think we're the only living organism or thing in this universe? I'm going to kick this one off straight to Danny. The old Ooh. All right then, so... Short answer, absolutely not. Um, are we, I mean, if we're talking about anything that's living, even right now we've, we're have we discovering um, not necessarily life itself that's identified because things are still too far away um, for us uh, to get to. But even, I don't know, there's moons around Jupiter um, which have got water in them, which have got um, these thermal kind of vents down at the bottom of their kind of oceans um, and that's basically how our life started so whether it might be in a later part um, of development or sort of an earlier part of development versus what we've done I mean it's to me it seems a bit like of a no-brainer I mean the odds are there's going to be something out there whether it talks and walks like us I doubt but there has to, there's, there's got to be something I agree definitely yeah you think it's going to be even close to their level education though, like do you think it's going to be making stuff and different things like that or do you think it's just 
going to be batshit fucking crazy coming at you like a bat out of hell <laughs> eat your face and lay eggs in your fucking brain well i was <laughs> <laughs> fuck that i am um... I was actually, well, I was watching the TED Talk in a wee bit preparation to this. They were saying that, I mean, if you think of the timeline of humanity developing and to a point where if we're in the a 12-hour clock, you know, and if you imagine that as the planet was made, we're at like two minutes to midnight, basically, in terms of where we are in this clock that's how late it's taken for us to just get here now for us to be able to receive am i like say it got to a point like that the exact same timeline as us got to a point now where we can send signals into space and just fucking fire off in every direction pew, 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 right <laughs> by the time it t- uh, the closest similar kind of planet to us um in terms of structure and water and all that shit supposedly they would have to send that signal 250 to 250,000 years ago to be able to hit us now. So based on where, if, we, if it was the exact same timeline as Earth and somewhere else where a, a species started and became a society and got technologically advanced, even to a stage where we're at, um, unless they did it much earlier than we did, we wouldn't detect anything for a long time still, which is a bit mad. And that is, that's only our perception of time. That's not their perception of time either. It's true. These are the the kind of things that we've kind of got to take into consideration. And it's, this is what kind of fucks me up in the head because I have no idea what they guys are counting. Um, Same question to Kenny. Do you think we're the only living organism or thing in the universe? The universe, as we understand it, is absolutely infinite, isn't it? Goes or on is forever it? and ever. I know. Or is it? I mean, I feel like we are evidence of life in the universe, and that then that sort of makes it inevitable, in my opinion. I've never ever doubted that there would be life in the universe. I don't think. If you if you were to say like, why do you believe there's life in the universe apart from us? I would be like, why do you not? It's easier to ask somebody why than it is why not. To me, it's obvious. I I think there's a million percent. There's tons of shit out there. As far as like, what are they going to look like? What are they going to be like? I mean, do you know the whole idea of like on this planet, most things, living beings that we come across, sentient ones got like two eyes, two ears, a nose and a mouth type scenario. I feel like that could see if you believe in evolution and etc. That could be a very like earth like thing. That could be unique to Earth. They might look like fucking blobs or or just something that's like unfathomable. Sometimes I wonder if there's just like massive just... fucking blobs. <laughs> fucking uh, Mr. Blob. Blobby cutting a bit on Mars. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, man? Like, do they have every? Do you know? Right. So think about the movie Paul, Seth Rogen plays him. Oh, I've never seen it, man. Good movie. Um, it's Very just good. like a wee. It just. I mean, I love it. I absolutely love it. Obviously, but it's just a wee grey guy. Looks like kind of a human. The bog standard alien, like the yeah. triangle head. The it's not gonna be eyes. that. 
that's not what's going to what's going to be. But do you think that we Facebook been Messenger been really? evidence though? Do you think that's been evidence say, of what we've gathered from say things like Area Fifty One and crop circles and different things like that? Do you think we've built that the common image that we see all the time, the triangle head with the black eyes and things? Do you think that's coming from like a complete reliable source? Do you think that's something that's like? 100% real or do you think that's just complete bullshit we're just playing on our fantasy land we're just we're just running in into like a story that we want to believe personally I, I, I think the latter I think the whole <clears throat> UFO like spacecraft with a little window that's 360 <laughs> view and they're like they're going to be flying saucer. that's absolutely that is uh, that's such a that's a human invention it's something that the human mind would easily come up with. I just think if there's life out there, they're going to be entirely different. That, that's my opinion on that shit. Fair enough. I like it. I like it. Elliot, what's your take on the matter? Are we are we alone in the universe? Are we sitting here on our Todd? Or have we got a couple of pals that we can just <laughs> hopefully give them a wee bell at it? Uh, I'll be I'll be sending smoke signals, um, but no, nah, I think I think we're we're all on the we're all on the same ship. I think no, nah, like there's definitely life out there, but what they are or what it is is it, I think well you know how like all the years ago when the dinosaurs were thrown there and there was that huge devastation that wiped them all out. I reckon if there is a planet out there that is similar to Earth and everything, it's going to be like that sort of type of animal or whatever. Or it could be like as as you guys said, it could be something that we have no idea what it looks like. It's like try to, it's like try to say um try to come up with a new color that's not being like invented. Like yeah. it's impossible. Yeah. yeah. You think it's almost gonna be running like a parallel universe, it's gonna be like pretty much Earth, like a second Earth, but everyone's uh, got three eyes instead of two. There's no planet B. I de- well, I don't think. I definitely, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think like for a planet, because like, I know there's there's so much um, stuff to do with like how our planet is made, like where it's situated away from the sun, like all these factors come into it. So if there's definitely a planet that is out there that has the same scenario as we do, then I I have the good chance that there there could be very similar types of animals so you know you know what fucks me up about this whole thing like we're saying oh we do need a sun and we need to be x amount of distance away to create life and stuff like that that's just that's our knowledge it's like completely like Mm. we've just said oh this is this is what needs to happen or um we need a sun we need a couple of moons for it to like sustain life and different things like that and it's i just think it's crazy that it's just complete speculation yeah it's just like a I mean, I'm I'm guessing so. I think that's true. Mm-hmm. Like, what what are we? Are we like a carbon life? Like, what is what is the element that we are the most in? It? Is it carbon? Yeah, yeah. we're carbon based life forms. Yeah. Like so, like as you said, it could be any element that we have no idea that's 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 their life form. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, what about all the organisms that are right down at the bottom of the, the deepest depths of the ocean and stuff like that? Like, they yeah, exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without sunlight. Yeah. Think about that as well. Like it's crazy that we haven't even explored our own planet as much. I think we know a little bit more about space than we do about the depths of the ocean. Yeah. I saw I remember uh is it not something like eighty percent 
of the um, oceans are still like to be surveyed and mapped you know yeah. like, that's how yeah. little we know like not obviously not the surface but below um like we just don't have detailed maps of what the hell's down there what's happening we haven't even manufactured a machine i know that there's really specialized submarines and uh exploration tools that they've been using and different things like that but see for man-made submarines like we've we've managed to get doing i think it's not even a quarter of the Marianas Trench. We haven't even touched half, even got down to the bottom. And it's crazy that we're no, we're not even putting man hours into this. We're not even thinking about it. It's just like, ah, oh, that's that's as good as we can get. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know the science behind it. Maybe it's physically impossible to sustain that amount of pressure like, as a human within this bubble. Because I've seen a submarine go down that is literally just a glass sphere. And I'm pretty sure it's nearly a meter thick. And that's the thing that's only really managed to get down to about a quarter of the mm. quarter of the depth of the man out strange. But do you know what I was watching I was watching a TED talk just going on to your question is just to shit on all of us actually, because I think I think we're all in agreement that we do think there's something out there. But this guy, uh did a TED talk, Stephen Webb, um, where he did basically he's taken a statistical analysis so it's like the what's right what's the chances that our earth was in the right position within our solar system so it's like all the things that came to be and the scenarios that came to be for us just to be in what they call like the goldilocks zone so whatever that percentage is or whatever that statistic is in terms of a chance you then go all right okay if it's say it's one in a hundred million or whatever the hell it is you then he basically took that maths and went from the discovered universe that we know exists right now, applying that exact same maths, we would still be the only habitable planet with life. Now, obviously, that's based on what we know. But yeah. How fu- how cripplingly shit is that? If that was the case, you know, it's like it's we... only cripplingly shit though because of what we've done here. Like we could we could have done something so much bigger and so much better, but. We've just chose to kind of go the way we have, and I mean, don't get me wrong, it works. But aye, it's it. I sometimes ponder and think, oh, what what could have we done? Like if we really, if there were some major changes happened in the past, we can't change it now. But what could we have amounted to, especially in this whole area of like exploration and trying to get out there and study other planets, other worlds, even our own world, just like what we're talking about oceans. It's it's quite frightening that we've chose to think about all these other things like self-gain, uh, society, mm. all these things like that. It works, don't get me wrong, but I think we could have made a huge difference in terms of how we've explored our planet and how far we could have got out there. Well, just talk, just I want to jump in. You know, we were talking about the whole like exploration of our planet and the depths, the seas, and how it's only a certain percentage that we have done. I was watching, a, I can't remember what the guy's name is, it was on Joe Rogan podcast. The guy is like a historian, it's like, a, he's like an ancient civilization expert, whatever, I can't oh, remember is, what his is name it, is. It's not David Icke, is it? No, it doesn't, that doesn't ring a bell. So it's not ancient aliens, no. Credibility, fucking God. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> Uh, I can't remember what his name is. I'm gonna. That's gonna annoy me. But anyway, he was talking about like the Amazon rainforest. 
hardly any of that's been discovered. Like nobody has a clue what's in there. So it's the same, and he believes that whatever civilization what did live in there, what they've left behind, could it could answer a lot of things. And the same with e Egypt and like how I was talking to Dale the other day about it. See the whole pyramids and type shit. How the fuck were they built? Like nobody knows how they were built. Oh, that I... links up perfectly to my opinion on this whole thing. I honestly wholeheartedly think that we've already made contact with aliens. And I think there's clear evidence in like nature and buildings and things like that, just like what you were talking about, like the pyramids, how the fuck were they built without any sort of machinery or tools or like understand like manpower could come into it, but there's no chance, there is no chance that the humans carried those types of bricks up to the top of the pyramids Aye. and planted at the top without some sort of machinery or even magic. I'll hit it with a magic card, just hitting <laughs> the spells up and like putting the, the blocks up to it. There's going well, to be some form, <laughs> some form of contact made to build these structures. Well, John, uh, do you know what I have to say is like Egypt, me and Kenny were chatting about this today is I, I think we should definitely do, just do a show on ancient civilizations. Um, oh, yes. Because I think like I am, do you know what, guys? I'm actually going to show you this because it's a bit fucking terrifying, right? Um, so there's three civilizations um, completely unconnected to each other. So there was um, the Egyptians, there was a um, point in time in Turkey, and then I think it was somebody out, it was in Mexico, um, Tabasco's or somewhere, but it was called. Um, Tabasco? T not, not Tabasco sauce. Love mate. Tabasco sauce, man. Right, but uh, hold on here, right, let's. let's Ah, you bring it up on the screen. But you could describe it. Just describe I'm going to, it. I'm going to describe it. I'm going to be a, a lyrical description. Just a, just a picture of a bottle of Tabasco. Right. <laughs> so, here's, here's something that's a bit mad, right? See this symbol here that looks like a bag, right? Yep. This, this, mm -hmm. is, this is in Turkey that they did these carvings. It's this, and this depicted bag thing. Completely unconnected civilization to anybody else. The next one across. Uh, it gives you a second. This is so uh, the, the one. This is the one in South America. Aye, sorry, stone, stone carvings. Yeah. Uh, this is the next one in um, so South America, where a similar symbol of a guy holding a bag. Uh, oh, yeah. got, I thought it was a big padlock. A big or a big padlock. Aye. A big, big fuck off padlock. Uh, and then the last one. Well, let's me. This is great. This is great radio uh, show stuff. Then the last one. In Egypt, with oh, a, a guy, Cyrus yeah. holding the bag as well. Um, Some old ass technology, <laughs> man. But that's, for me, that's why it's mad. It's like there's all these weird kind of coincidences of things um, that happened in civilizations, which are st yeah, as you say, is like still unexplained. I think it's they worked out um, at the dating and the time that it was supposedly took to build the pyramid. You'd have to lay a stone every it was something like 58 seconds um to be able to construct it now if it, these things weigh ton like 10 15 20 tons some of them the keystones and stuff is like you're not laying that on a pyramid on a minute and then laying the next one a minute later no chance in hell so like 
we still don't have a proper understanding um, of how that was built. And even, like, we all assumed that pyramids, and some of them are, or most of them are, but the pyramids were all tombs. Um, but the Great Pyramids of Giza are supposedly very unique because it's not like a, they've not got like a set tomb within the middle and it's it's like a bit of a vanity project which everyone can seize them as. Um, supposedly they used to have, I can't remember what the stone was, um, like cladding on the outside of it, so like a covering the stone. Um, and th- there was a recording, it was like the ni- early 1900s, I was actually listening to uh, those conspiracy that guy's podcast and they were chatting about this. It's like the n- early 1900s, cl- your classic Victorian explorer, you know, like socks, sandals, uh, shirts, and like, then like, uh, the Nigel wee hat. Looking, I, I, right, Nigel Thornberry, right? Absolutely smashing. Um, <laughs> he, he went, basically, <laughs> went to the top of the, one of the pyramids with these two guides um, and supposedly at the top, all their hairs like there was static electricity in the air, um, and he was oh. able basically I can't remember it was like a r- rag water and something else, um, but it's like basic element to a battery like a water battery. There's not a lot to it, but basically he put it, he just he put this in this jar at the top of the pyramid and it started sparking. So like it kind of grew the theory as like maybe these things weren't any tombs, maybe they were channels for energy. Um, of some description, what we still don't know, but it's like the fact that these pyramids lay in light. Actually, again, getting all way off track for the, but the fact that these pyramids are in line with some stars and things which you wouldn't be able to see with the naked eye, like there's just so much. Doesn't it quite make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, with that, which is just it's insane that we haven't even. Like, I mean, there has been research done, isn't there? But why has somebody not actually thought about shit? I'm gonna, I'm gonna try something with this. I'm gonna try something a bit different, like what you're saying. Like, oh, let's try and re-replicate what happened in those times. Let's try and build something. Build the pyramid again. Uh, using literally just manpower and seeing if, if it's possible. I know we've got what? all these calculations out there that are like, oh, yeah, it's 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 proven physically impossible. But have we even tried? I don't think so. Well, I don't, well, even though the whole trying thing, but I think it comes down to, like, genuinely not knowing. Like, it comes down to somebody, I think they've tried to work it out. Unless they, unless, like, you wouldn't start building something if you wouldn't, if you knew, like, it wasn't, like, 100%, you'd be able to do that. So that, like, genuinely coming up with plans and everything, I just don't think, like, well, they don't, they don't know. They have no idea. It's a good idea, though, to try, like. We don't want to find out just in case it's, oh, there could be something unleashed in the world, like the four plagues or something like that. Or, <laughs> I think it's just a genuine, like, nah, fuck that, it's a lot of bullshit. I'm too, I'm too interested in my electric car, mate. <laughs> um, yeah. Or maybe they have discovered it and they're hiding the, they're hiding the answer. Well, well, you never know. Well, I mean, surely somebody would have documented some history during that time. A, a um, lot of it's lost. I mean, like you think. Oh, I suppose, yeah. It's like two thousand, like the Egyptian Empire reigned for it was something like two thousand years. So, 
bear in mind that right now, you know, we, we talk about where in the year 20, 2020, from um, set from the time that Jesus Christ was put on a cross. So the Egyptians were kicking around at the time where Jesus was cutting about, if you believe in that sort of thing. Danny's you know, magic. Doing, doing his magic, mate. Doing the whole thumb trick, you know. It's like building oh, all the pyramids. Oh, <laughs> um, you never know. Like, well, Jesus built pyramids. Could have done. Could have done. He was like, do you know what? I'm bored. Like this, uh, this house party turning water to wine's been great crack. But I'm heading over there. They're they're building pointy things, and I want to get involved. Um, well, is it Moses? He's the Egyptian. Jesus is enough. Hi, man. The seeds. Maybe yeah. he like. Got oh, yeah. with the magic that built the pyramids. Maybe he was the one that harnessed that power. And everybody was like, nah, fuck that guy. We've got to get rid of this fucker. Aye. Jab, <laughs> jab him with a big stick. Fuck on, son. Get in there. I, um, I, but the thing, thing is, I don't, see, I don't know if it's just because it's the most natural and easiest shape to construct. Um, but I think it's a bit mad as well that at that kind of similar time all over the world, ancient civilizations built pyramids you know it's like we think about the pyramids of egypt but then you've got the mayan pyramids as well they're a bit more square um rather than uh, the kind of the smooth surface mm-hmm. but they had them as well and the mayan pyramids also sit on um like there's a constellational line or something like that in the sky and uh, they set like a perfect lineup to these stars in the same way like stonehenge and all that lines up it's i don't know man it, I guess. Where are the aliens here before and they taught us these things? Well, see, see, this is, this is, this is the thing. I, I just, I don't know. I just love the idea. <laughs> I love the idea of this. It's like, and this is getting a bit ridiculous, but you know, on Assassin's Creed, and they talk about the civilization, civilization that came before us, um, and love how they like, there was, <laughs> and like, I mean, like, wait, like, they were advanced and basically wiped out. And everything started again, do you know? Um, and I just think, like, I just love that idea. Like, I remember thinking when I was wee, um, and granted, um, hadn't realised so much later is because I'd completely stolen the plot from um, Mission to Mars, great film, by the way. Um, but when I was wee, I was like, imagine imagine if... Because uh, if, the thing is, it's like Mars was first. That's what was quite mental when you go through the history of our... Um, solar system is mars had water and had life and but because of its mass it couldn't form a proper atmosphere to keep everything in so basically over hundreds of thousands of millions of years whatever it is um the water evaporated and that's why there's is now a desert they believe there might be um believe there's still water under the surface um but you know imagine Imagine if that's where life came from first. Maybe, maybe. Oh, oh, wait for it, right? Maybe the asteroid that hit Earth with the dinosaurs wasn't an asteroid. It was a ship from Mars, bringing life. The survivors from uh, that could escape Mars before the complete wipeout shot itself over the Earth, uh, crashed in, wiping everything out. Uh, and as the dust settled um, and life started to go again, life came out the capsules. I mean, like, fuck knows. <laughs> I just I think it was almost like a last life flare. It was like, right, this is this is what came of our civilization, right? 
shoot it off into the sky, see whatever the fuck it lands. Hopefully, yeah. it lands somewhere good. Please uh, oh. forgive me if this is wrong, but is it not? Is it not a case of like <clears throat> Mars either being at one point in time the correct distance from the sun, or that the sun was less hot, and then as the sun got hotter, it got too hot for Mars, but just perfect for Earth, and then it's sort of like the it just moves back through the planets that way. Mars is after us, so it's further away. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that'll be that theory debunked. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be that theory debunked then. Brilliant. Brilliant. Mythbusters. But, you know, uh, the thought's out there. Have you, so, have you say, uh, heard, heard about the pyramids on Mars? I've so, seen uh, no. like jokes and stuff like that about it in Futurama. There's like wee light touches in Futurama about it. So there's um, this this is again this is some mad shit, right? Basically, there's a couple of formations in Mars which are quite strange. Um, they believe it is, it's like a a mountain, but the thing is, it's like for it to be shaped like this, you'd have to have like really severe kind of weather patterns and things like that. So it was kind of when we had an older resolution photo, it was known as the Pyramid on Mars. Um, hold on, let's even find a picture of it. Again, anyone that's listening, go have a look at this. It's just fucking batshit. Um, so hold the phone. So this was the. There's my wee, my wee, my buttons, my share, my screen. It's frightening that this stuff exists. I just think it's unfathomable. Yeah, I've seen this before. So, oh, all right. But basically, they got a better image of it um, and kind of uh, worked it out. Basically, where are you? I've seen it earlier. This is, there's like a 3D rendering now of a four-point pyramid on Mars. But see what I mean? How it's like, it looks like there's no mountain Man, range. Man-made. It, it, it looks unnatural, yeah. Um, they're saying it is, it's a natural structure. Um, that was formed due to the weather patterns and stuff, but there's still questions there. And there's okay. another, there's another weird mountain, um, range on it, which is known as the Face on Mars. Oh, yeah. Um, which I think that's just pure coincidence. That uh, one I've got to say might be. I mean, it's like seeing seeing Jesus's face in a piece of toast, isn't it? It's like yeah, yes, because supposedly, but the thing uh, is, I guess the shadows and everything. That's supposedly the mountain range of the face. So you, when you see it in a bit more kind of high depth detail, but even then, I mean, like you've got a bit of an eye. You've got, is it, but do you know what? I think this is why I love this subject so much. Is do you know what? It could be complete far fetched. Is there life elsewhere? Maybe. But do you know what? There's some funny shapes somewhere that makes you think, how'd that get there? Be it the pyramids here, be it the funny mountain ranges over there. Um, I'm going to start a new cult anyway, like flat Earth, but it's like <laughs> Mars then Earth, or Mars came Mars is first or some shit. <laughs> flat Mars. Flat Mars. <laughs> Mars Mars. Mars is, flat, Mars is definitely closer to the sun. <laughs> Which have you? Have, yeah, that's another one we should definitely do, but. Have you guys noticed um, there's an odd thing in Scotland that the more north you go, the more graffiti that says the earth is flat? No. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really bizarre. It's like heads 
50 miles north of the central belt and it's practically every bit of surface that you can see is research the flat earth <laughs> like, i mean okay. that could be a, this could be a really good point so the more isolated you get the more speculation you have so we're talking about Ooh. or the less education Less education, <laughs> but we're talking about like Stonehenge and pyramids and different things like that. Maybe it was just purely folk just look at, looking up at the stars and being like, "Fucking hell, we've got to build something underneath this because this is just fucking cool." Yeah, you know what I mean? We could. It's we're not talking about energy levels and different things like that, but maybe that was just like the telly for folk back in the day. Maybe they just looked up at the sky and they were like, "Fuck yeah!" Well, do you know? Do you not think? You know, there was some somebody that said it, and it's like one person's technology is another person's magic. Do you know mm. if we were if we were to go back even twenty, thirty years and say, "This is a smartphone. See those. See that com- that typewriter that you've got there, son, or that computer that's taken up four floors um, just to be able <laughs> to power something." I, this is more powerful than it. You're like, nah, fuck off. Fuck right <laughs> off. You know, it's like, and that's, you've got to wonder as well, it's like, is it, is it our lack of understanding of things where we're filling in the blanks and because, as you guys said earlier, it's like, trying to figure, like, come up with a new colour. It's like, it's just, we can't, our brain just won't fill that void with something mm-hmm. to be able to connect the dots. So therefore, because of that gap, as it goes from that's tangible to this is just completely speculative, be it magic, um, be it aliens, be it... Oh. It's our, uh, our idea size always gets me as well, and I'll relate this to the ending. I know this is going to be a really weird relation, but the ending of Men in Black 1 pans <laughs> out. Right? It literally pans out the whole story. And you know the whole story is about the marble on the cat mm-hmm. and the cat's neck. Yeah. And that oh, yeah. actually contains the entire solar system. Yep. At the end of the film, it pans out and it's just two aliens playing marbles with universes. Aye. And that, honestly, that has stuck with me my whole life. It's the concept of size. It's like we, yeah. we have this understanding of, oh, things are this size, things are even time as well. Like, oh, that's an, hour, that's an hour's time. But that's all just based on our... Our knowledge, we're just like, right, that's an hour, this is this size, this weighs this much, and it's all just based on purely our knowledge, and that's that fucks me up big time. Because something could just come down here and be like, see everything you know means fucking nothing. Mm-hmm. It genuinely means balls. Play a bit with this, yeah. and it'll just throw you this device, and it'll just fuck everything up. Gravity doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. <laughs> uh, well, do you know, have you... The guys, see if you look up like the structures of an atom. Um, it's because the exact same thing, uh, Dave. That I've, that did stick with the moment you said that. Like, it has stuck with me as well. But what I found fascinating as well is, as things get bigger, the same patterns are all for the same. So if if you were to look up the structure of an atom, it looks like a galaxy. You know, it's yeah. like there's 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 yeah. generally a, um. Like protons, is it the nucleus? I can't. Aye, like yeah. the nucleus with protons um, and neutrons kind of in the center. So I imagine that like the sun or something that's like um, holding a bit of mass, and then you've got wee electrons that 
orbit round about it and it's like so that like that's that that is a plausible thing is outside of our understanding there's there will be something bigger and do you know what if the light if the universe is continuously expanding like that's not out the realm of possibilities there's a we're within something else you know because yeah. for all we know we're on a fucking atom just a f- uh, or something similar to that yeah, well, there's another movie that does it as well, which is going to be a complete knockout the pack. I don't know if any of you guys know this one, but The Grinch literally took place on a snowflake. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another one for you. It's all, it's all just your, your level of understanding. Do you think yeah. oh, the planet's this size and we've got this, we've got a universe, but I could be getting played in a fucking marble. It could uh. just be in a game <laughs> of with a couple of aliens. You never know, like. Never know. But see, see, see what you were just talking about the the atoms looking like the galaxies and everything. Have you seen the photo of like the universe and how it looks like a brain, a brain cell? Oh, no. The structure, the structure of the universe has got a very, very similar structure to like our uh, brain, basically. Like, I hold on, let me share my screen. So we there. I'm liking how we're moving up in the. I know we're getting 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 tech savvy. Pull that up. Pull that shit up. (laughs) Pull it up, Jamie. (laughs) So like. Oh wow! Yeah. So like these are all. Do you think we could be a manifestation of somebody's mind? Do you think it's just some guy sitting in a room somewhere? I just think. I was living somebody's dream, or it could be the Matrix. Or. Well, I tell you what, there's yeah, a conspiracy, the simulation theory, is it? Yeah. Basically, there's the Matrix real, but I wouldn't conspiracy that. Um, right. Um, I think we should go into the question two. We'll start drifting into question two now. Aye. Um, I really enjoy talking about, well, your opinion. Are, are we alone in the universe? And obviously the consensus is we are not. There's a fucking shit ton out there. But... um. If you do think we came into contact with alien life, how do you think we would react? Either that be violently, friendly, um, do you think we'd even talk to them whatsoever? Oh, so I'm going to kick this one off to Elliot first. What do you think? Oh. Well, you know what, for, because it's something that you don't, like, it's something that we don't know, like, we've no idea what it's capable of, what it's doing, why it's here in the first place, I think we would treat it friendly, we would try, like, make contact, make communication with it, or try and understand it, because in my theory, if an alien was to come along here, like, it would not know our language, and we would not know theirs, so trying to discover, like, a, a communication, like, barrier or not or not down the communication barrier try and discover something it's like so if you were to like walk up i remember walking up to a dog like as a wee guy and like being scared of it because i had no idea what its intentions and everything like that would would be i think it would be very similar to that them feeling that and us feeling like that so i think we would try and like cooperate and everything yeah yeah like their their conception of us is like well, well, these guys could that? be bad motherfuckers, like, yeah. they might be very capable as well, that's true as well, isn't it, really? I feel yeah, you. I think it's, I think this one's a hard one, and I don't know if 
I don't know if you're right, Elliot. I think we just go fucking two battles. Two battles. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, honestly, yeah. I think that would happen. I think okay. fear would take over. And I think at the start, it would start off being like, ah, this this is pretty cool. But I think within about, give it about an hour's time, every single person would be freaking the fuck out. And it'd be yeah, okay, I honestly wow. think it would be. But saying that, I think the human race might even wait till they pull the trigger first. Because we've, mm. I think we have that kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. Well, it will depend on the mentality and everything, but it depends what country. Like, who would take control? Because this yeah, is no longer a territory thing. This is our whole planet. Yeah. Like, almost coming into contact with another thing. So who would take over? Like who, who, do think, who do you think would be the first one to be like, right? <laughs> Trump. Yeah, <laughs> fucking nuke them. <laughs> have, you, have you not seen every like sci-fi movie for America? It's like, America is the government of the world. <laughs> Everybody knows that. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, though. Like, when you say, like, how do you think we would react? I was going to retaliate with the question, like, when you say we, do you mean like humanity as a whole, like I, a governmental body, or do you mean like what? So what if, what if it's a case of like, again, I'm going to reference the movie Paul, but what if it's more that scenario where an alien really quietly meets just a Joe Bloggs kind of thing? Then your whole question of like, how do we react completely changes to, yeah, to suit yeah. to suit like each individual, like how would I react? How would Elliot react? How would you and Danny react? Like. If it was me, um, I mean, you'll never know until, uh, you would never know unless you're in the situation, but if it was me, I do honestly think, I'm being deadly honest, that I would shit myself and run away. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Probably run away whilst shitting myself, um, slip on my own shit, like, <laughs> uh, pretty much, man. But if it was the world as a whole or our governmental bodies or or what have you then i think it would be a case of like what you were saying i think they would wait to, i think they would, there would be the whole military staring at this whatever you want let's just say the flying saucer with the 360 view windshield and maybe green head or <laughs> or anything and it's just waiting for the first pew pew and as soon as there's a pew there's just a newt flying right back at it it'd be one of them if it came out, if the if the little V sixty windshield opened up on an axis and it popped out and it had its wee hands up and that, then we might be like, "Oh, dude, come down, like let's have a wee chat." Like, <laughs> we we can fucking totally be shot. You. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> right, take take that to a lab and take it apart. Right, let's, take it away. What's happening? <laughs> oh, was that uh, the last honestly, one? Was that an endangered species? Nah, fuck it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, ET, it's et all over again like i honestly think it would be like et they'd want a they'd want a cut it to bits put an autopsy on it check whatever the fuck it is try and harness the power it has take whatever like spaceship it's driving dismantle that try and understand what it's using i don't think there would be any like friendship or relationship or anything like that right off the bat i really don't think so Area 51. <laughs> I think it would just be straight up straight away. I is that, you, is that you? Hold on, hold on. Sorry, Elliot. 
Was that you singing the Doctor Who team tune to to Area Fifty One? It was. I was the only the like, X Files. <laughs> <laughs> it was only a wee tune that came out of my head to think uh, of space. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> but I. So you think America would pull the trigger first, Elliot? You think? No, I, I was doing that for a laugh, but it was just knowing them what America's like. But um, I, if it was the world, if it was the world that came into contact with them, I stick to my guns. I think like other people would like the whole world, like other countries, whoever the governments and everything would genu- they would say, right, we need to get a meeting like ASAP and talk what we're going to do. Fair enough. Kenny, what, but, if it, but if it was me meeting them, I'd be like, Kenny, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> um, what's that, Daily C? But like, since since you hit me with the rebuttal of like how how you would react or how the government would react, how like personally, you're sitting in your house, you're watching the news, flying saucer comes down, wee guy comes walking out, you're watching that for the first time. What the fuck are you doing? What's what? Are you down in your house? You're just going to keep watching, or are you just straight up <laughs> going to the van, taking it to the countryside, and trying to fuck off somewhere? Oh, mate, I'd, my eyes would be peeled, right? I'd be phoning peeps, screaming on the missus, she's probably upstairs, like, doing girly shit, screaming on her, get down here, like, look at this shit. Of course <laughs> you would watch every second of that, wouldn't you? Mm. With obsession, man. Just wait, like, what sort of noise is going to come out of its, well, I say come out of its mouth. Again, my old theory of like, why does it need to have two eyes and nose and a mouth? Like, what sound's going to come out of its like gills on its side? It's nice ice sockets coming out of the aircraft. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, man. Mate, I would be buzzed as fuck, man. I would be well into that. Here's, here's a scenario for you, and it's always stuck with me. It's from a movie, Signs. And it fucking, like, oh. I, ever since I watched it, it has terrified me. The bit where he's putting his daughter to bed. Is his daughter or his kid to bed? And he looks out her window and there it is, like, sitting on the roof on the other side. Oh, my God. Shit a brick. Shit a brick. I would, I don't know, I'd try and, I'd try and be pals to it. I'd lean at the window and be like, what, what are you wanting, man? What's <laughs> <that>? <laughs> You want to come in for a sandwich? We yeah, how did you get up there? It's dangerous up there. <laughs> Fragile come roof. You know, she's yeah. fine. <laughs> Have a whiskey if you want. <laughs> Imagine sitting getting pushed by an alien, like just meeting them for the first time. The first thing you do is like, here, mate, fucking try this shit. Mm. <laughs> and Lay then they... a couple of shots. <laughs> and then they hit you with, you need to try this shit. Should <laughs> <laughs> be some bomb-ass alien weed. Alien OG. Uh, and you're just like absorbing the knowledge of the universe. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, yes. Yeah, it's, it's plausible, completely plausible. Like, it could happen. You never know. Could be. Imagine if it was just like another one of us. Just another guy came in. <laughs> one of us. <laughs> um, Danny, how do you think the human race is going to react to alien life if we ever do come into contact with it? Well, do you know, like for a start, guaranteed, right? Guaranteed, there is a plan in place that every government on the planet is saying is like that shit goes down. 
that's just what we do. Um, some NATO or G8 summit, like they they pretend that they're talking about like sorting the environment. They're talking about what happens if the aliens come. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, you look at you look at who our governments are today in in the West. Just like let's talk about the West, nothing else for a second, because that's the one we're exposed to. Like we've got our government, America. France, Germany, all that sort of thing. I mean, to me, none of them seem capable of a situation like that descending on a planet. None of them seem capable to be able to even deal with that shit. Like, plan in place or not, like, I... I don't... I mean, just take it... Take the the recent crisis of the COVID um, fucking virus. I mean... We ignored it until it was on our doorstep, and now it's a big ass problem. And now we're we're hoping that it just goes away. Uh, I mean, that's a crisis that just comes. Trying to wash your hands with. It. <laughs> aye, aye. I just 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 wash your hands, you'll be fine. And that's that's something that we <laughs> that's something that we saw coming. So what's going to happen when an alien like parks up and be like, "All right, pal, uh, can I get a Mars bar and can you fill up the motor?" Like, we're like just sweep uh, it under the rug. Sweep it under the rug. <laughs> Well, that's, that's the thing, because, I mean, you think about every time that there's been any form of, unex, you know, unidentified flying object in the sky, and everyone's like, what, alien, is it an advanced war, um, is it an advanced airplane or something like that, and there's been, there's been some mad shit in the sky, like, um... I remember watching the video of like the triangle V hovering over like all the lights coming on uh, in the sky, so it was like almost like a, sp- like a spotlight would drop, and then another, then another. It kind of formed this like kind of uh, V formation, and then it like just shot off. Um, and if that was a if that was aliens, how do we react? We chucked on Facebook and going, "Fucking hell, have you seen that?" Like, <laughs> hey. yeah. I was actually just recently the American aircraft. I can't remember the exact body, but they actually had to recognise that they identified an object that they could not identify. It was moving too fast, and in ways that we haven't built any aircraft that can move like that. They literally just had to put their hands up and say, "We have no fucking clue what this is." The guys could focus in on it and home in on it and pin it. And this, I'm not talking any bullshit here. This is like, yeah, an, I've seen clip, on, yeah. yeah, it's been announced on like all mainstream news uh, pages and stuff like that. But it's serious. The clip is absolutely fucking insane. The things like darting across the sky, the aircraft guys can't even like, they can only pinpoint it when it's basically stationary. I mean, it's moving, but it's. To them, it must be stationary. It's unfathomable mm-hmm. how fast this thing can move from point to point. I I've not seen that. I, it was like a black. Yeah, it's like it. a U. Um, it's like a black spot in the sky, or something like that. Because you're seeing it through, like you know, like the military kind of like thermal image type thing. So you know, it's mm. like grey, grey and white, and it's, oh, it's, it's going. Is it going across the, the water or something like that? Because you kind of see the sure background. It's a ship that's picked up. Aye. Is that a ship? Aye. Uh, sure it is. I'm, I could be wrong with that. I I remember kind of I remember reading about that. I mean, 
for something to be able to travel to us for a start, I mean, logically, it has to be more advanced than a state that we are because we can't travel to other planets. So for another mm-hmm. for another tech species or whatever to get to us, then automatically they're more advanced than us. I mean what I would I'm with Kenny. Like what would do that? I would shit my pants. I would run. Like, cause I mean, like, it's <laughs> it's funny. Or like, I would be like, ah, oh, it was happening. It sound. That's if it looks like us. Imagine like something like a giant fucking seagull with scales or something like that. Like seagulls are evil bastards at the best of times. And here's like a nightmarish seagull, gothic <laughs> motherfucker of a thing like landing in. Like that's your alien. You wouldn't be like, listen, mate. You want a ch- you want a chicken bacon uh, sandwich that I've got here? You'd be like the fuck is that and cause guarantee you know, <laughs> whatever you want <laughs> it's not going to arrive in broad daylight is it it's going to naturally we've learned this from every movie in fucking history it's got to be in some deep deep dark woods when you just decided to take a shortcut that's when the aliens come in to say hello <laughs> bolt a mile like oh nah i i mean me individually i would i i don't i wouldn't i wouldn't hang around i don't know what i would do in that situation i don't well do you think that the aliens are going to come to us as just a whole. Do you think when they do decide to right, let's let's make ourselves known that we're human race. Do you think they're actually going to come to us as a whole and just send a big fucking mothership to the the sky, just like in a Independence Day, mm. and pretty much just loom out the top of us and be like, right, we're fucking here? Or do you think they've been picking up people like all these crazy fuckers in America, being like, oh, I got probed and I got dropped back off in my <laughs> Two bob time with my cow my in that hole's house. a bit sore. <laughs> right, like, do, you, do you think that's? Do you think they're going to do that? Do you think they're just really just testing us and trying us it just independently, well, just trying single people at first? Or they're, they're I mean, if you flip flip it back, right, imagine we get to a point where we can travel other planets, and we come across a civilization that's at this point where we are now. Now. We take humanity as it is right now. There's going to be two sides of that coin. And naturally, like, every sci-fi thing would have you believe by that point that humanity turns into a united front um, the moment we discover life outside our planet because we realise that there's bigger problems and bigger things out there than just um, whose religion's who or what race somebody is. But, and you know what, that still that still might happen. Um but I mean, if we think right now of how we react to something different, you've got the scientists who would probably go, right, well, we want to observe from a distance and we want to see what these people are up to and not get involved. Um, like, you know, if we come across a tribe in the Amazon that we haven't discovered, what's naturally going to happen? And we're going to be like, you maybe subtly try and make contact, but nine times out of ten now, they're just like, right, back off. That's designated as people with sticks over there, um, and they they're not very happy when you you go over and say <laughs> hello to them. Um, so there's like the scientific kind of approach to things is they're at a point in civilization we can't really like they always go on about it in like Star Trek and stuff is that species at a point in civilization where they're not as, as advanced as us and we shouldn't be interfering with their timeline. Mm. Um, 
so we'll, we'll, we will observe but not be seen. So then there's, so that's to me like the scientific approach to things. But then you come across how we as humans tend to be when we discover anything different. Um, we're, we're hostile, we take samples, we grab, like, so you might have, this might be different species, it might be the same species, but one of them is on a scientific mission, the other one's like, are we bandit? Like, are we Ned in a spaceship going to pick up something? It's like, fucking hell, is that a human? Ah, oh, that's that's collectible, take one of him. Yoink. You know, it's like, it's hard, it's hard to say, but, mm. like, I'd, uh, like, I, think the, I think the Star Trek thing is a very good point of like, because they are so advanced, do they want to show us like that? Like, are we ready for that kind of like technology or that kind of knowledge and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, this planet's a mess. We can't take care of ourselves as it is. What we're going to do when we get, we discover that there's laser beams and there's, we can hop across the universes to other planets. It's like, we'd end up waging war with other planets. Like, we wouldn't be like, oh, sound, let's go shake their hand, or Gil, or Flipper, or whatever the hell it might be. <laughs> <laughs> look at how we, like, monitor other species as well. Like, so look at how David Attenborough does the gorillas. He, there was a decoy planted in their camp. It was like a baby gorilla that had, like, cameras in both eyes, and it moved almost like a baby gorilla and different things like that. And it took a, a good short period of time for them to actually introduce this baby gorilla to the camp and get used to it but ultimately they just accepted it as their own and they were like right well we'll take you on board we'll look after you we'll we'll keep going along do you think the aliens have done that with us do you think there's been like several decoys planting throughout like human the human race or the time that we've been here and mark zuckerberg and us exactly like how we monitor other species on our planet so it's just a like one of us could be a decoy. Yeah, talking about this. Yeah. Maybe we're the decoys. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not revealing myself. This is not a public <laughs> uh, revealing. <laughs> Aye. Found the secret service breaking through your windows in a second. <laughs> SWAT team. Twenty-three nineteen. I haven't seen <laughs> this fake baby gorilla. I imagine it's no ridiculously sophisticated as it only needs to fool a gorilla, but. It's like this, Japanese robots. It's just, just like, <laughs> that's not just exactly what it is. And it fills them, does it? <laughs> it, it? It fills them like one hundred percent. Like you see them all sitting next to it and like trying to feed it and like cuddle it and do different things like that because they want to give it as much love as it's given them because it's reaching out for them every time it comes near. So it's almost like it's oh, yeah. trying to interact with the camp as much as they're interacting with them. But I mean, I think if you think about that in terms of us versus aliens versus us versus gorillas, right? You've got a gorilla who's some gorillas use tools, some don't. And then there's something that is walking, talking and acting like a, a gorilla. It might look a bit different, but everything else kind of ticks the box. And again, what we're going back to earlier is like the magic versus the sciences to a gorilla. If they knew that wasn't a real one, they, they can't explain how there's something that walk talks and acts like them, but it isn't one of them. Like that, the, they mm -hmm. wouldn't have the comprehension to be able to do that. Just like if there was something that walk talked and acted like a human, like Mark Zuckerberg tries to. Um, <laughs> I mean, 
would would uh, so it might be so past our comprehension of uh, a copy of us because they've they've got the technology to get here, so they may have the technology to copy, make a human mm-hmm. copy of something, drop it down. It might just be a drone, it might be a robot, but how how would we be able to even comprehend that if it can imitate? If, I, if we can program a robot to imitate and fool a gorilla, surely an advanced alien race can program a robot to imitate and convince us that it's not. So long as that artificial human can age and feel pain and bleed and bruise and fucking Mate, a lot, like, it's quickly, quickly be like, I need your boots and your motorcycle. It would be like this fucking news article, like Wee Davy, who Western Bartonshire doesn't he bleed or he's, he can't he cut his skin or hasn't he aged in a hundred years? Hasn't he aged in like 15 years or something like that? I mean, I don't know. Six bottles of tonic at the weekend and be all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's that machine. <laughs> Yeah, but honestly, I genuinely think like Terminator and films like this and what all these directors and these storyboard guys have brought up like might not be too far away for the truth. Like iRobot as well. iRobot's a fucking classic. Brilliant. That's a brilliant one to bring up. It's frightening how much we want to create life as much as we could be getting fooled by it as well. Mm-hmm. And then but... like some sort of artificial intelligence, we could actually be creating aliens. Do you know? Do you know what terrifies me about AI? Is see all the big genius tech geniuses. They're terrified of AI, like Steve Wozniak, uh, Bill Gates, um, all that sort of thing. Is they've turned round and said, if we create a true artificial intelligence, like they're 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 trying to stop it. They're trying to safeguard it, like. These are these are the guys that we all think, you know, computers and stuff. So to me, if they're saying, "Bad buds, lads, bad buds, don't go near them." What what are we doing? What are we doing going mm. near them? Yeah. Aye, but even think about well, what you're touching on, like Terminator. Terminator is like the classic of that. Like when AI gets too far, it obviously tries to overthrow the world, and we get it to that level. But ah. Uh, I honestly think it could happen. It really could happen. But then, is that virgin on alien life? Like, are we going to create something that is much further, much more advanced than what we are? Do you think it's going to get to that point where it's like, right, we can do this now, and you can't, so we're going to go off and do this? Well, do you know what, right? Let's let's take, in terms of AI and what's possible, let's take the technology of today and think of, like, internet bots, right? They can be spotted a mile off these days. But if 10,000 users are all using the same hashtag and moving uh, agenda forward and trending on social media, then that's fake users and that's AI controlling the topics of the, the internet. And we all we need to do is latch onto that and for it to snowball. But they, so that's, you know, there's talk, I remember... Um, I can't remember what the company was. It was the whole Facebook scandal. It was the Cambridge Analytica. That was the one. Um, you know, and they had 
uh, analytics software and they says like all you need to do is hit these pressure points on like social media and convince these people to vote there was even um now how is it they did it is they had so they have like the profiles and technology and they used bots and targeted campaigns for it was to keep some government in power and this is by the for this is absolute fact you can go look it up but it was like a government in south america um they, they want to keep in power and the opposing party which was looking to win it was oh i want to say they were maybe i think they might have been the opposing part was maybe muslim um or had a big muslim falling and but they were they were pushing for equality a bit more balanced system and then the p- current party um were of something else and what cambridge analytica said is like well you know traditionally with uh over there in that country um muslim families will look to their elders um for guidance and if the elders are saying there's no point in us voting because we are as a wasted vote which is what the message was that was pushed then everyone will toe the line so what they did is they targeted using ai and sorts of things to profile these people because it wasn't a go vote for this person it was just your vote's not worth anything and they did it through ai and bots and fake accounts to make people think it's not worth me doing anything so what ended up happening is that government won uh, the one in power won the re-election because everyone that was opposing them was convinced via social media and through Cambridge Analytica that their vote was worth nothing. So what's the point of them going to vote? So that's the AI that we talk about today can already, albeit through, we've still can pull the trigger with these things, can already shape governments, can shape nations and can shape political agendas. So it's like it's not too far fetched in the future. It's like that's affecting us today. Like they said, Cambridge Analytica was used during the Brexit campaign, was used during the uh, Hillary and Trump campaign. You know, it's like they've these tools exist for us to use currently. So if this tool got one step further, where like it got smarter, it wouldn't. There wouldn't have to be robots coming down and be like and wipe us out. They would just turn us against ourselves. And how that's what I'm saying. Like we're generating aliens. We're going to get to a level of detachment from these programs and what we are manufacturing today. Like they're going to get too far advanced, and we are going to have no fucking clue what we're dealing with. And it is going to be like an alien invasion. That's what it's going to feel like. Yeah, it's going to happen. It really is. If we don't, if we don't rein it in and take it back a bit, or even just try to get there ourselves, it's inevitably going to happen. I'm 100% seeing Terminator 2 happening. <laughs> well, I swear to God, Skynet's happening. Get ready, people. Do you think, though, that say, you know, it's like the, the fluffier version of sci-fi f- films, as I mentioned with Star Trek and stuff, do you think you know, they ask questions, how will we react? Let's say aliens do come down, do you think it might actually kind of kick humanity up the arse a little bit and realise that what are we doing squabbling amongst ourselves like persecuting people of, of uh, different sex or different colours like it's fucking enough of that there's bigger things out there like we are humans at the end of the day and that's what we are 
Therefore, like there might be just with the discovery of intelligent life elsewhere, that might be enough for us to kind of pull together and realize that everyone's equal. Everyone's allowed to have differences because that's, I guess, what makes us human. Um, but we are all humans at the end of the day. We're not. Now, depends if you agree with this. I know I have my opinions, but we're not Scottish. We're not American. We're human. And therefore, yeah. forget the lines yeah. drawn in the sand and let's focus to the stars and let's um, be a bit more outward thinking. Like, Do you think I there's think, a chance of that? I think if anything came down and tried to preach that agenda to us, it would be straight up, put a gun to its fucking head and blow its brains out. No, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't mean that they would come down and preach to us. It would be more of like an awakening from just society in general. It's like, what are we doing drawing pistols on each other when there's more, there's the universe will, would suddenly become so much bigger if there was existence of other life. Like, if we sent a probe and there was life discovered on other planets, but we suddenly wouldn't governments all like pull resources together to be like, we need to send a ship. We need to send people there. We need to make first contact. We need to establish potentially the first neighbour uh, of the stars. It's like, so forget your Cold War treaties forget um, your debts on things we need to just like pull the best of humanity best minds to be able to do that and let's go you know it's like because mm-hmm. that's that's the whole star trek mantra of what in history would happen in the future is the moment we discover that there's life on other planets is there's just a awakening of consciousness um and no doubt crisis i mean uh- I honestly think you're giving too much kudos to the human race here, Danny. Uh, like, look at our seas. Our seas are sitting here dying. And we, like, just what we were talking about, we haven't even researched 80% of our seas, and we still didn't really give a flying fuck about it. Aye. Like, I think if we did get a, a, a beacon of life or even just a, sig- a signal, like, sign, eh, like what you're saying, I'd, mm-hmm. I think we're too far gone. I think the segregation's, like... Too, there's too many lines now drawn between them. We're seeing it now in our in society itself where black lives matter and these people saying all lives matter and different things like that. There's there's too too much segregation for us to now come together. And I think, obviously, these movements itself, like Black Lives Matter and things, are really, really aiming for that. But do, do we need somebody just to come out and say that's it it's just humans at the end of the day we're not black we're not white we're not gay we're not bi we're not trans we're human and that's it like that's it's all well and good to say but i don't don't think it's going to happen i just think the lines are going to get fucking bigger and people are just going to start dropping off into their own little i don't know micro chambers they like whatever they like that's where they'll stay and that's it i think it's just going to keep going like that now It's, it's going to keep going and going and going and going until you're living in a tiny wee bubble that you're just you're happy with. Mm. See, I would, I would, I would, I would disagree with that. But I, to qualify what I mean by that, we, I think we get caught exactly that we get caught up in our own bubble. And I know we've spoke about this before, where we feel that these times are unprecedented. In some ways, they are like in the way that information travels and the way that a movement can spread globally totally different than even what it was 50 years when we're talking about Black Lives Matter, you've got Malcolm X um, 
who and who was marching uh, back in I thought oh, I want to say sixties um, for equal rights for blacks and being able to let them get into schools and things like that. By that point in time, that was just happening in America. You know, it's like we've we learned through it for history, but that wasn't a global thing. And yet now, the way that technology and the way things work is that Black Lives Matter is a global movement. Um, but think back, it wasn't even, I can't remember the exact date, it was maybe 100, 150 years ago. I mean, um, w- women were property of their husbands you know like they didn't get a vote um any money that they made if they were allowed working was to go to the husbands but generally they weren't allowed to work now at that time the notion like that argument could be made exactly the same as you did dale is you know these are we're entrenched you know um thing the divide is just going to get wider women will want to be want more do this and the men will stay steadfast and it'll not happen Yet that happened. I mean, I'll, um, it was, there's a, I was told about this. I need, I need to double check the fact, but I was, uh, um, supposedly there's still a bank holiday in one of the, um, in Cote Bridge, one of the villages in Scotland, because it's the first, and in, in 1976, it was the first Catholic that the banks hired. You know, it's like, this is, this is, we th- we believe that we've we've we're, we've been enlightened for a while, or that we've become to an enlightened place, and but society is constantly doing jarring changes that are shifting things um, quite suddenly. And the Black Lives Matter movement, to me, um, amongst other movements, is just the latest of a seismic shift in social thinking. Um, and that's why, and it's that's why it's causing so much controversy, and there's opposing sides to it and stuff. It's like because it's it is out of the norm, you know. It's not a gradual transition. It's a it's a line in the sand, um, and we've had these throughout history. So potentially, and that's where I think there's a hope of we di- if we discover there's life elsewhere, that there's a bit more of a sobering notion that we aren't the most important beings which most people believe that humans are like the greatest things in sliced bread it's like well there's something out there that's better than us and that is now confirmed so where does that put your line of thinking because you're no longer the best of the best in your mindset and i again that's a jarring social change and a line in the sand where people would have to wrestle with that and there's a I think there's a big chance, especially people that are heavy um, religious, as they are going to have a bigger struggle with yeah. the idea of life in other planets than mm. anything else because going on the doctrines of their gods creating the universe um, and their like religious doctrines generally are puts humanity at the center of creation, you know, in terms of like. They are the top of the tree. They are the most important. There are, there are some religions that obviously don't subscribe to that. But I mean, if your religion, uh, say, be it's Christianity and things like that, is that you're taught that you know that is like humans are the top of the tree. We are the best. We we have been given to the world, and we might have been led astray, but God will forgive. 
and then suddenly you're being told that oh well actually no that's not that's not quite the case you can't you can't suddenly like argue you know it's like we can argue whether you believe in evolution or not whether you believe there's a god or not but we like detecting a signal is what they could probably still kick back on but an alien landing in the soil hitting all the front pages and going this fucker just came and tried a cheese toastie and thought it was no bad <laughs> right you're suddenly like how how like to me that is going to be the next massive change in humanity like we will because if we don't we'll die so are you are you are you saying that alien contact is going to be almost be like the catalyst for change to basically boost us and to stop thinking the way that we think in terms of like segregation and cutting us down the middle and into quarters and into sixteenths and different things like that? Do you think alien contact would be that catalyst to make that change? Not overnight, but I um, I think the change would still be quite sudden because rather than a hundred years to get women rights do you think it would happen in well a couple of years or even six months time or whatever i'd maybe i maybe you know if as i said it's one thing detecting a signal or discovering life from a probe but if there's something put two four or six feet on our soil that and you're seeing it with your change, eyes ha- aye, that change is happening overnight i mean the effects That's of that change might be long yeah the changes might uh, be long-lasting, but in terms of the the initial kind of like click and the brain of oh, all right, okay, things aren't the way I thought they were. You know, it's like because I mean we value. I mean, there's two sides of the coin. Some people think humanity is the most important thing. Others, you know, is the argument that. Life on if if life on Earth is the only life within our universe and we are wasting it um, and tearing through it at a rot, rate of knots. I mean, that's going to be an existential crisis for that side of things as well. You know, the no planet B is well, there is a planet B. It's fucking over there. We just need to work out to get there. You know, and whether that's the right way of thinking or not, suddenly that argument of well, this is our one and only planet disappears. So, I think it's like for for human beings, it's like when life's too easy or when it's relatively easy, because that's all a perspective thing on whether our life is easy or not. But um, when life's the way it is, it's it, it's easy for us to have time to worry about these things, um, to discriminate against people for ridiculous reasons an alien race potentially coming to our planet and and trying to colonize it or take it over. The last thing you're going to worry about is whether someone's bi, trans, black or white or whatever. It's understand if, if that's what you mean. Like it's a big it's a big perspective shift because all of the things that you had the time to worry about that were for some ridiculous reason important have just been completely and utterly like flung to the wayside. There's this ridiculously unfathomable thing to now worry about therefore all of these things you cared about before just seem minute yeah it's like that's kind of how that's kind of how it goes do you think it's uh entertainment and things like that have led us to worry about it isn't it 
or like even the things that we've we've watched previously it's always it's always the a threat it's always a like this thing's going to attack our our humanity and like wreck our civilization and different things like that it's never like a i mean there's been a couple of films that have been obviously it's trying to help or even just trying to be a friend but it's crazy it's always a threat isn't it it's never yeah and that's our perspective on it aye, there's yeah, always aye. it's always something to win think, it. it's yeah. always going to attack us it's never going to be friendly i think that's that's going like integrated into human like DNA, like the unknown could be a danger and that's because yeah. of how we all started as cavemen and learning everything like nobody had anything so if you don't know you're going to be scared of it oh, you can't understand it yeah. but ju- just going back on that whole thought process of like this whole movement doesn't act we're all humans like it doesn't matter we all like from what you guys are talking i'm very similar but the same view we all think alike. Do you think it's a generation thing? Do you think when our generation becomes into power, that's when we'll think about the more important things of going or trying to discover other planets, trying to discover how we maintain our planet, like that kind of thing? Or do you think it's just going to carry on? I think it's going to grow with the times because it's already been shown that with SpaceX and obviously Elon Musk is a wee bit older than what we are today and obviously he's got a shit ton more money. But just a I wee think bit the generation as a whole and the generations below us as well, I think it's only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and the way that we've brought up, like especially our generation, I believe that we were just on the cusp of this way of thinking, but I think all of these this idea of worrying about who who somebody is or what they are isn't really going to matter as much because it seems like there's like a lot of pressure coming for the other generations to to not think like that whereas if it was just their generation there wouldn't be any pressure it would just be like right cool you're this let's get on with that now and that is going to be space travel i do believe it's going to be like exploration let's try and make this place a better place to live rather than thinking about the fucking money at the end of the day yeah, although we are, we are still, it's, you know, you, you did hit the nail on the head, we're, we're, we are so caught within our own bubbles, I mean, exactly what you said, Dale, you know, we think, you know, after this generation, um, people, it might, it might solve a lot of um, social problems through our generation, because generally, we are, a, we, well, from our perspective, humbly, um, we're a bit more forward-thinking, um, a bit more open. Uh, apologies, there might be thunder coming. i just seen a flash of lightning across the sky. Um, I can hear the rain outside already, fucking hell. Uh, there was torrential rain here earlier, but it's stopped now. Can you, or can you, can you hear the rain through the mic? No, 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 I can, uh, I can hear it like, from my window. Ah, right, okay. right. Just um, as you were saying, this could be the start war of the worlds from coming down with lightning. Just coming through Danny's door there. Now, what's happening, guys? How are you talking about me? Another mic just hooks up instantly, just starts talking about 
Oh, by the way, I brought that alien OG as well that you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think we are, like, as I say, we're caught in our bubbles because there's people, I mean, there's still people our age who are homophobic and racist. And, yeah. you know, it's like we've, we surround ourselves with people that are like-minded like us. Mm-hmm. So we entrench ourselves in thinking that we're a good bunch of bastards, or at least we think so. Um, and we we're a bit more open minded and forward thinking that it's it's hard to understand why people are racist or why people are homophobic uh, or have any form of prejudice towards these things. But at the same time, there are circles of people who surround themselves with other people that have those prejudiced views and solidify that. So, Dio, maybe you're right. You know, it's like that change will come, and people will have to accept. But there'll be a group or a movement. You know the 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 equivalent of a white lives matter is Earth for aliens only, or um, or whatever the hell you would like, whatever they might be, flying the Earth flag, shooting their guns into the sky and uh, screaming freedom. You know, it's like <laughs> um, I think there's don't let them in. They took our jobs. I know. It's like uh, <laughs> I mean, like how are we how are we supposed to compete with the aliens with six arms because they can pack more things than Amazon versus me? It's like. All right, sound. Uh, <laughs> I mean, as I'm no doubt there will be fierce debate on what to do when aliens come, um, or if we just—I mean, if, even if we just discover life, however minute, the proof that something else out there is going to really fuck things over. I think for a lot of people, do you think it will happen before our time ends? Yeah, I think it's got another couple of another couple of hundred years on it. Like I'd love to see there's two things I'd love to see in the in my time. I'd love to see alien contact and I'd love to see the end of the world. I'm good with just alien contact to be honest. <laughs> Why do we ask everyone? Do you know I think it'd be fucking brilliant? Do you know I think it'd be amazing just to be standing on this planet and be like, "Aye, that's it. It's fucked." What am I <laughs> we had a good run. In a way, in a way, it might be liberating to be one of the last. Yeah, in a way, I suppose. For me, in, in my time, I would like to see the day where some where they say to us, "No one has to ever worry about um, the world." Like. No one has to worry about climate change ending the world or any of that shit. No one has to worry about that anymore. It's fixed. Like yeah. that would be a lovely thing to see. I would. So that'll never happen, obviously. That, I'm gonna go in the total different up direction and say, I can't wait for the apocalypse to happen. <laughs> All the zombies <laughs> run about. <laughs> oh, it's fucking relevant. Such a gate gamer, gamer point of view. <laughs> <laughs> Prepped. I've played COD zombies. I I, I know. <laughs> I mean, it's easy to say that we love it. I know. It's it's like it's like nice. Hey, I've spent eight hours of my life doing it. I can do it. <laughs> I'm trained. I was like, now go get a gun in Scotland. <laughs> can I just break into the shop and nick an AK-47? It's like, what have we got? A uh, um, a paintball gun and a taser. Sound zombies. 
fucking moan then. Your rifle up the loft, like it's it's ready to go. Oh, that's all mind you. It's not going to do much damage. A wee two to your rifle, but it'll, it'll do the job. Ah man. Um, a wee, right. a wee prod to back no. him up. Back off. Do you know what? Right. <laughs> hey, here's here's off. here's a thought. Just based again, still on your question of the the how would we react, right? Is I don't know if any of you guys have watched the Bob Lazar um, documentary on Netflix. Yes. Is that the guy? Is that Area Fifty One guy? Yeah. 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 Kenny, the kind of quick synopsis of the whole thing is there's talk of like unidentified craft. It was like the kind of the boom of the alien spotting uh, in America um, or the UFO kind of spotting. And there was like this TV show camped outside of Area 51, essentially trying to get something. Um, because it was kind of the news just breaking that Area 51 even existed. You know, it, it wasn't like now where we're like, oh yeah. You could freaking point it in, on a map, practically. You know it's in the Nevada desert, um, or people do. It's like it's not like it's a terribly kept secret. Um, yeah. But basically, the big hype of the thing, and this guy calls in, um, kind of masks his voice, and he's like, listen, I'll work on the base. I can confirm some things and not others and all that sort of shit. Um, and then to kind of track him down, and it was Bob Lazar guy, um, and what's quite interesting about the documentary is he talks about, you know, it's it's like it's like the stuff that we now know is like sci-fi or the the hilarious like we aliens with the the egghead uh, or the triangle heads and wee bodies and cutting about like that. Um, yeah. But he was he kind of talks to us like, well, this is like there was a crashed ship that had all this sort of stuff. So he was kind of like explaining the signs of what they're trying to do to figure out how it worked. Is like there's no possible way that we could explain how this thing worked, and he's talking it through, um, and then where it gets a bit conspiratorial is he was like, all right, so here's my credentials before I talk anything. Is I worked at Area Fifty One before then, um, I worked at this uni as a <laughs> as a rocket scientist. Before then, I worked here, here, and here. So it was like it kind of gave his background, um, and then. They went through and there was no record of him working in these places. Yet, when you went digitally, yeah, you checked an old phone book and there was like Bob Lazar's name and a direct line to him being in that building. So whether he's telling the truth or not, there was a cover-up of some kind to try and discredit what he was saying. All right. um, and he talks about like things. So there was an element that he spoke about that wasn't actually discovered in the periodic table until like 20 years later. It's kind of like mad, question, sure. questionable shit. So it's like, so let's just say, for example, that that is the line in the sand contact with alien, alien life happened in the 50s. Let's say that's the line in the sand. And what's happened since in terms of big changes, you know, you've got the computer um, that's kind of come on leaps and bounds you know it's um and ai and all that sort of thing and some people might argue that like potentially this is technology that we've backwards engineered to develop um technology on our planet um but 
if that was the point in time where we came in contact, like what have we done? It's been covered up. If that is yeah. the case, you know, it's like yeah. we've not been told. We've just been continuing on with our lives. Um, quite the thing. So it's. So I, I'm going to kick. Oh, all right, how about I ask that question and I'll kick it back to you, Dale, to pass it around the group. It's like, if that was the first contact, if that is our first experience of extraterrestrial life, like retrospectively, like how do you think we've reacted? Like if that has been the case. Yeah, I think it's that one's a hard one. Um, I think the human race as a whole has acted okay over it and how obviously constructed these things like computers and how fast technology's obviously advanced even in the last like think about 10-15 years time if what we were obviously using before like compared to the things that you've always got on you which is your phone like think about that 10 years ago it's night and day but yeah. I honestly don't think that's. I don't think that's got anything to do with extraterrestrial life or talking about. With I don't know elements. if he means that. I mean, it's never been my area of expertise. Like, I look forward to this podcast maybe for that reason, but uh, I don't spend a lot of my time and my mental energy thinking about these sort of things. Mm-hmm. But I think what he meant was this like, is ha- This has potentially happened back then, and we portrayed a certain reaction, and that's been. To, to keep it completely and utterly secret for whatever reason and that the general public should never know what um what's happened or, or what they've found either to protect us or because i mean it's always smaller groups of, of people at, at the height of either money or power that want to know the most it's either that or it's to protect us i would i would be skeptical to believe that it's to protect as a whole, but I think what he means is that we've encountered, we've potentially encountered aliens, not we've encountered aliens as a fact, but we've potentially encountered them, and that um, the reaction's been to completely and utterly disguise that and never let anybody know anything about it. Well, he talks about as well, that Bob Lazar guy, he talks about a element that they discovered that manipulates gravity. Alright. He goes on to say about uh, Basically, this element's like uncontrollable. Right. Something that they came into contact with when they were dealing with it, when they were researching it at that Area 51 at that time. They said that it was completely uncontrollable and they had no idea how the hell it worked. But it seemed to be when they had element like in their presence, it seemed to bend gravity as a whole that was around it. Right. And they couldn't understand it. They couldn't really like fathom how it was working or what was going on. But when they actually physically had it and it was working, there was a full, straight up bend in gravity, and there was yeah. no no explanation. They nothing. Which... So if that guy's, he's not completely batshit, um, and obviously a liar, then um, that's information that I can understand that they would, they would never ever want that to get out. And that's that's I think that's where the misunderstanding comes through. But why would you not want the people to know that? Why? Why would know. you not? Well, want them? I was going to say during that time, mind if you're saying it's the fifties, it was the whole Russia, uh, America versus Russia, like scenario on the go. So if you've discovered 
technology that's like holy shit this is alien let's not let the other side know about this let's keep it hidden let's it's for us but yeah us even way. now even so like experimental in history what what about now where things are a wee bit more open and obviously we've got what do you say what we discover and things like that what why do we not know these certain things if they were even if they were even real, why why is it not being more publicised, especially with social media and how far things can get like get explored with that? Like, why is it not out there? Well, imagine you know, it goes back to what I was saying earlier. Imagine the panic. Like, I guess what could be is, and this maybe is the difference is it's not it's not that we've made contact with aliens. It's just some alien craft has crashed and we've. So it's not like we've we've got the proof of a walking, talking, uh, scat singing alien. Um, so we've not we've not got the kind of clincher. But at the same time, it's like I mean, especially in the fifties, because I guess there's the there's if you come out with it now, you have to admit the cover up and everything that's happened in the last fifty years behind closed doors, because they can't. Yeah. But then once again, there's the okay, yeah, we did discover an alien. This is what it looked like. This is what it had, and it was more advanced than us. It's like that again. The paradigm shift, whether it's for good or bad, would be massive because it brings into question the government. Should we by should we be diverting military cost to for extraterrestrial defences? For one, uh, again, like religions questioning whether the first proof that is their faith stronger than what they've been shown. You know, space force, space force. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's why. Uh, but it's okay. They're wearing camo, so when they're out in space, you'll not be able to see that they're there. <laughs> <laughs> space camo. Um, right. Moving on to question three, I'm actually going to hit you with a wee bit of an oddball because I believe that we've already really talked about the one that I had planned. So came up with a different one, and it might catch Ooh. you guys a wee bit off guard. Oh. Um, what do you think the main intention of the alien race would be if they did come into contact? So we've always talked about how we would react as a human race and what we would want and how we would deal with it. What do you think they would want to do to us or why do you think they're coming into contact with us? And I'll kick this one off to Mr. Kenneth. So... This is given that like, aliens have targeted us. They've came they've, down. They've come down. Like, what are they? What do they want? Why, why are they, they here? Why? Why do you think they would want to contact us? Why do you think they might? They would be well. We would be their main port of contact. Maybe similar to what I think our whole vibe is towards. Like, why? Why do we want to? Explore it's curiosity, or can we find something valuable here that will help us? Or um, can we find something unfathomable here that we haven't discovered? Um, either that, or they've um, brought serious imbalance to whatever their ecosystem is, and they're like, let's find a fucking wonderful wee place to blitz all the apex predators that live there, and then. <laughs> Take their little planet because we've ruined ours. Some mass I mean, attack shit. Aye, it seems <laughs> to be the only like. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's probably one of two or one of 
very few possibilities, and that would be that they want to um, say join forces. They want to like see if there's something that we have to offer them, so that there's curiosity involved, or that they're in distress. The reason why they've made such an effort to, to go as far as they have is that they're in mega distress. Uh, that we might that we might be in one day, and that they're they're just trying to find somewhere else that they can go. I would say that that would be the most likely ones for myself. Like, do you think? Like refuge would be like the main intention. Do you think it'd be like right? We need to, we need to go there to be safe. Or I think so, man. That's it. Seems like something you would you would go and you would reach to those lengths in a moment of desperation, wouldn't you? It'd be insane if they they were at the the climax. Say their um climate change. Like they had to leave their planet because they fucked yeah. up so hard. Yeah. Imagine if they came down to us and were like, "Fucking hell!" Like this, didn't they do this to your planet? This is just fucking horrific. I mean, look what we just came through. Or they'll come down and it's like stuff that we've been talking about over the last few days with myself. They'll come down and they'll be like, "Mate, this planet's got this planet's got five hundred thousand miles on it on the clock, man. Like, there's no point investing in something this." Got another two hundred thousand miles left, and then it's going to pack in like fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's just right, let's not move buy forwards. Aye, we'll not buy that van. The that value man. will immediately depreciate. Let's <laughs> find something else. That's not even a second-hand van. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, um, Danny, what what do you think about this? What do you think the main intention of the alien race would be? I mean. I guess we've only kind of got our own history to draw on. I mean, it's easy to say as like, not as humans, but as aliens. But I mean, when we think that we went, we as humans went to explore, rephrase that, the empires that went out to explore, um, it wasn't like these things cost money and they weren't, the crown and royalty didn't pay these explorers to go out to sea just for the crack. You know, it's like that was setting up trade, setting up territories and expanding their wealth. I mean, the British Empire, the Spanish, Portuguese, um, the Chinese. Um, I mean, the Chinese at one point had one of the, like, the, I think they still hold the record for the largest armada in history. Uh, at one They're point. playing the long game. Um, but no, this was this was a, this was like five hundred to seven hundred years ago. I can't quite remember when, but it's like they've it was to conquer for resource. And I guess like to say that we've evolved now, it's only because we've kind of on the face of the planet discovered everything. Lines have been drawn. We all know who owns who. You know, we know where the countries are. So now it's a case of okay. Now it's like the softer science kind of comes into things and we're all a bit, we're trying to be a bit friendlier and more enlightened. But, I mean, what? imagine right now that if we discovered, like, there was another continent in the Pacific. Who owns that? What war? Like, we would, like, if that's, if that's a continent that was, like, rich with oil or rich with something that, like, every nation is wanting right now, it wouldn't be like a, Oh well, Japan, you're closer, or US, you're closer, or Russia. It's like no, 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 no. It's like that's fair game for everybody, and 
everyone that could afford to go to war, you like they would pick sides. There would be a guarantee they'd be like Russia, China, South Korea, maybe a couple of other nations that wanted it versus the NATO nations of like the like US. Uh, oh, <laughs> um so like we think we live in a time of peace, but it's only because the only things that we are fighting over right now on resource, like our our nations politically don't even endorse it. Therefore, we have to have these fights in other nations. So it's like, you know, the Saudis and the Americans right now are sorry, the Saudis and somebody else, I can't remember, are are having a proxy war in the Yemen, you know. So they're not fighting on their own soil. They're not killing each other. They're just funding one side and the other in the Yemen. Israel. Um, that's the one. Thank you. Um, so it's like, so based on that, if they were anything like us, even if they've come to explore with the best intentions, the first pet alien to put its feet gel or flippers on our soil <laughs> you know what I keep saying gill it's not like you, like that's not a thing you stand it's on it's not like it's a like limb put, I put their, put their breathing apparatus on, on, the, on the soil like, I can't breathe is, mate. I can't this breathe. isn't working <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like the first wave might be like alright um, we just want to see what this shiny blue dot was and it turns out you guys are here nice to meet you Um we're just going to set up camp for a while and then we're going to report back to the big one. Nay bother, see you later. Good crack. Big massive Billy Connolly. Hi, oh, it's back. Big big <laughs> Billy sitting there back. is like, what's all there? Like, <laughs> <laughs> <Light> whoops. <laughs> Grab the bath clovers. We're going for a walk. And they were just like, the next wave, uh, I mean, I would hope that it, would, it wouldn't be the case, but based on our behaviour, the next wave would be if there is something that they saw value on this planet, they are the more advanced species. They have the technology. Why would they parlay with us? Why would they even bother being pals? They're like, fuck off. It's just like, mm. hey, um, everything that's a human, we're just going to delete that. Just going to hit the delete button there for, for my, my castle back came and Zorgon or where the fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs> Delete the humans, right? They're gone. Sound right. Let's lads, let's move in and just like take that. It might it might be like the most precious resources like gorilla's eyelashes. Fuck knows. You know, uh, it's like that planet's got gorilla's eyelashes. Oh, <laughs> we did we didn't get there. We did we did take that fucking <laughs> 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 My eyelashes have never grown back. I need a pair. <laughs> yeah, you never know what these uh, aliens want for their aphrodisiac. Exactly. But... Fucking, fucking aliens, man. Coming here, stealing our gorilla's eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's, uh, is it, oh, rhino's horn or elephant's horn or something like that in uh, Futurama. I don't know if you've ever seen that episode. Oh, man. He, like, creates some horn for these aphrodisiacs so he can obviously get it on. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's gonna be I don't know, I think there's gonna be like three scenarios or I right, I'm gonna throw in three scenarios I think that they're, they're gonna they're gonna do. One's the whole one's the whole resource thing, yeah. Like that is my first one, is that they want to come here because we have something that they need. 
Number two, I'm going to be a wee bit optimistic and say they're going to come here and they're actually going to help us. Like, as Kenny was saying, like, we like we see your error of the ways, this is what you need to do to fix it. They'll give us a technology that will fix everything. That's my optimistic side. My funny side is they left something and they're coming back for it. <laughs> <laughs> you need to see that handbag. They've left a handbag in Egypt. There's drones <laughs> everywhere. Can we just get it back, please? Is there anything like my birds talking about? <laughs> one of them's like, one of them's left a fucking phone or something. Like, <laughs> Lobbin Schloppen's <laughs> left his fucking phone on Earth. Like, fucking hell. It's Mr. Fuck. Lobby again. Fucking Fuck leaving everything behind. They're going to get it. <laughs> Here, you got that Find My Phone on? Ah, it's on Earth. Oh, fucking hell. Need to come back. It's only four thousand years away, bro. Just go back for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's too far. I've came this far now. <laughs> okay. Honestly, yeah. that's exactly what it could be like. You never know. Exactly, you never know. Apologies for that loud sound. My phone just fell right next door. Aye. Use, use, was it? Did you drop it four thousand years? Aye. I'm leaving it. <laughs> Dale, what do you think, though? What do you think the intentions would be? It's a hard one. I th- honestly think they would come down with. I honestly think they would probably wait to see what ours is. I'd, I think it would be like a complete. It'd be a waiting game. I think they would park like just the air reach. Yeah, but so we could see them. I think it'd be a case in monitoring what the, whatever the fuck is going on. I think if they were ever to come in contact with us, it would be almost like a, you know, how you pass something when you're driving and you stop. You're like, fuck, let's stop here. This is really cool. Let's just stop here and have a wee look. I honestly think that that's exactly how it would be. I think they would just be going past us one day and it's almost like it's a long distance journey for them. And they just stop in space and they're like, oh, wait, I, I need to stop for a wee bit of a pish. And they'll stop off and they'll look in the air. Shoot like, their gills. Aye, bleed their gills. And then <laughs> <laughs> they'll look at Earth for like a wee bit, but like for their time, it will be like, what, five minutes. But for their time, it's going to be about six months, eight months. And we're going to be waiting and waiting and waiting, and it's going to be a case of like, right, what are they doing? What are they doing? What are they doing? The pressure's just going to keep building up to a point where it's just going to fucking pop one day, and Earth's just going to be like, nah, fuck this. Hit the fucking buttons, send a couple of nicks up there, see whatever the fuck it does. And I honestly believe it would just be like, what, a couple of BBs on a fucking bulletproof vest? I just think it would just ping off whatever the fuck they've got. And they just look at us and be like, Ah, nah, fuck that, and just keep driving on. <laughs> it's like they're really helping them. They're not going to do anything, but they're making a lot of noise in that corner. Oh, for fuck. Yeah, yeah, I, I honestly don't think they would want anything to do with us. I think we're just too far gone now. I think they would take one look at us and be like, this is just a giant fucking waste of time, and just keep going. Well, that's, that, well, that's kind of going back to like us when we discover tribes and everything like that. It's like yeah, yeah, exactly. there. there's them chunk spears and rocks at it's like nah fuck that <laughs> let's just leave no, exactly <laughs> just leave them to whatever the fuck they're doing and that's no, no, exactly you're, what you're missing. alien life would look at us you're abyssing a bit in the british empire where they, where they went 
listen, we've got the guns and they've got the spears, so what we're going to do is we're going to rock into the North of Africa and just shoot them all as they <laughs> charge towards us. Yeah. Yeah. We did, so that, right, it's only recently we started leaving them alone. <laughs> so that, that doesn't really answer like, their intentions. If they did come down to our planet, I genuinely think their intention would be to form some sort of galactic federation. I think it would be like the UN of the galaxy. So they try and form this this sort of balance in the universe. So it would be like, right, uh, let's say Mars, or, or we'll make up some random-ass planet, like Blue Clock 15 has been like, right. <laughs> We're suddenly transported back to like the 50s sci-fi yeah. and Blue Clock 15. <laughs> but we will see Blue Clock 15 over here. Zinkoff. And Zinkoff wants to be pals with Earth. So it, like they'll come down and try and obviously propose this treaty as and be like, right, this is this is a treaty. You'll get Flupoff's fifteens X, you'll get Zinkoff's Y, and we'll have your Z. Like that's it'll be like a trade trade agreement within the galaxy and we'll form this some sort of alliance. I think that's what they'll want to they'll want to do first off the bat. But I think we'll take one look at the treaty and be like Everybody on Earth will have a say. There'll be like a vote in every country, and everybody will get a say in what we're obviously going to come to. And it's just going to be a big fat ass middle finger right in the fucking aliens' faces. And we'll probably just try and fucking blow their brains out on their planet to send some sort of message to them. And after that, they're just going to hit us with some sort of Death Star fucking laser and just blow our planet up like out of nowhere. <laughs> 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 the treat the treat is they give us technology that's going to advance us. The other people are going to give us technology that's going to make our planet live forever. And all they want is gorilla's eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not getting them. Give us gorilla's eyelashes. Do you know what? See, I have to disagree, Dale. Right? There's no, there's no way. In my view, that they are going to allow the public. I mean, there's there's a nice charade that goes on um, with politics, and that the little person has a vote. And do you know what? The little things that we can change, we get to change. But when it comes to the big things that affect, air quotes, the big people, um, doesn't happen. I mean, like yeah. you can you can take the I mean, put it this way: the before the Brexit vote, there was a notion um, motion being passed through the EU, uh, so to close the tax loopholes and tax havens, so every rich person would have to p- pay tax, even if they were based elsewhere in their country of origin. So, if you are staying in uh, Bermuda's, but your company uh, was set up in the UK, you're liable paying the UK tax and then all of a sudden a year uh, or six months later there was suddenly a Brexit referendum uh, being called for and all this sort of stuff so I mean when we think we're getting what we want nine times of ten we're no and there's no way when like there, as I said there'll be a plan in place and there's no way that we're going to they're going to put what we decide to do as a planet down to the wee man who is that sitting at the end of a corner shop with an ice pole looking up at the sky going, 
I mean, if I just chuck this bottle of iron and brew up at them, I think I could take them. <laughs> but you know, it's like nah, it's like listen, son. Leave this to leave us leave this to the pros, the pros that believe that they know what they're doing in times of crisis, as they've know, proved in this. To be fair, crisis. you didn't ask the time frame on this. This could be like six, seven hundred years down the line, maybe even two thousand years down the line. You don't know. I mean, and that, that could be a thing of the past. This could we could be talking in today's sense, but. I could be talking about the T1000 sense when AI has just reached a completely different level and we're like, nah, a galactic federation needs to happen. Uh, I hope, as on it, as like, for me, it's like, it's like the child mind in me would love if we could just look past each other's differences. Can I fucking shake hands and say, listen, I was bad crack, but let's move on. And then what we move on to is, uh, right, there's aliens up there now. We know that's the case. Let's go try and say hello to them. Let's see Let's see what Zorgon and Bloat Bleep Blop, or whatever the hell you would call Bleep Blop 15. <laughs> Let's see what they've got. Like, we've got we've got some tasty-ass hummus. Maybe some trade some hummus and gorilla's eyelashes for, like, some couple of barrels of oil or electricity. I don't know. I, I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. And, like, we're never, ever going to... I think there's always going to be conflict with an extraterrestrial presence on Earth because we treat our own people like aliens. That's the problem. Aye. Like, we all, we've all we treated different races, different creeds, different colours. It doesn't matter. It's always been a case of, you're different, so fuck off. You know what I mean? You, and you, I think... Have you guys yeah. ever seen... Um, is it Dis- District 19? Um, I can't... Oh, yeah, man. Fucking prawns. Fuck you, you fucking prawns. Fucking prawns. <laughs> But I mean, like to me, that's the reality. I mean, if an alien, so let's I if an alien came to the earth looking for asylum, how would we treat that? And to me, that's exactly what we'd do. Is yeah, yeah. Is the only benefit they would have is if their technology was more advanced than ours, that initially we would try and kind of keep things kosher, but the. The way that our governments operate right now is they would be looking for a weakness to then take that for themselves and then shove them at the bottom of the pile and then put us back on top. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Um, I think that leads us to the end of the podcast, lads. And quite a bleak undertone note, I just... Pure just hate shite fucking, people. Aye, just shite people, we just... <laughs> <laughs> the human race is pure passion. Aliens fucking rule. Let's be honest. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> no. Gorilla's eyelashes are worth a lot of money after this. Oh, I mean, I think the stock market and gorilla's eyelashes is going to skyrocket. Oh, this podcast. Like, there's going to be some serious gorilla poaching done after this podcast. <laughs> Guys, buy up your gorilla. I'm already, I'm already putting funds into it. <laughs> <laughs> Spoke to my guy in Switzerland. Um, do you know gorilla Switzerland? <laughs> I, no, it's, it's like it's just like I talk to the bank. It's like, listen, buy up all the gorillas' eyelashes you can, and if you can't buy some, go find some on a gorilla, and and take it off them. I was going to say, <laughs> buy them yeah, off the gorilla, but it's not like I'll trade you an eyelash for a fucking bamboo shoot or a banana. It's going to be like, n- n- no, these are, these, are, these are mine, mate. And if you take them off me, I'm going to crush you like a lemon. <laughs> 
you'll have some serious leverage over the next alien race that comes to Earth anyway. That's Guys, what... you've heard it here first, right? The next valuable resource is going to be gorilla's eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, right? Just I know we're in, trying to end the podcast here, but it's just something that popped into my brain when we were talking about what we... Do you know what we see as value versus what an alien race might see, right? So when um, the mines in South Africans, gold was, supposedly gold was fucking everywhere in South Africa. I mean, it just like it was shitting out the trees practically. Um, but there was never any value to South America because as a metal, it was a soft metal, which... Um, had a really low boiling point and was pretty much useless to, uh, in terms of weapons. Like, we all know this from playing Minecraft. Gold pickaxes are shite, you know? Hey, you can't <laughs> use gold shit unless know, you want like, to look swag in the uh, Minecraft world. Hey, avoid <laughs> the thing. I, I absolutely... But that's the thing is that we had the European nations come over where gold was the gold standard. <laughs> um, <laughs> they came over and were like, Oh my god, go and geese all that and like fucking take it. It's not bought like shite. I don't understand why you're so obsessed <laughs> with that, that shiny yellow sh- stuff that's crap. It's like ah, but we can make bling. We can we can do rings and do our teeth and take it, it back to Spain. Bling up in this bitch. Aye, and that's and that might be what happens is something that we see is like why the hell like that has no value to us might be this aliens like. Oh yeah, Christ! Can you give me that? And do you know something? I, sorry, mate. I'm going to continue a question to you guys because this is just just <laughs> a one. No, but and, it's because it's it's coming to me. It's like it's just like a bolt of lightning through the skull. There is a bolt of ginger for the sky. A bolt of ginger for the sky. Bottle of ginger. Um, <laughs> got him in the napper. Um, <laughs> and his cruisers fell too. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I didn't watch Bannister again. That was so good. Um, but I was thinking about you know when we brought we came over to the South Americas and the Americas and we brought over diseases from Europe which wiped out populations of tribes because they had never been exposed to that form of disease. And I'm just thinking it's quite topical with COVID right now. But see, for me. That is the biggest fear is going to be going to other planets and vice versa is we will have no immunity to something that comes over and lands here or vice versa or we go there. It's like, you know, we haven't, like, the moon's different. The moon's a big rock in the sky. There's fuck all there. Mars might be a different story. If there's bacteria in Mars, it means, or if there's life in Mars, there's bacteria and there's chance for well, us getting ill, bringing some like that, they could bring some back that wipes out humanity. Yeah, there could be a disease that just turns you fucking inside out instantly. Oh, you contract it. Oh, well, you're inside it. Do you think that's a possibility, <laughs> guys? I'm going to kick that round just before we sign off. Never in my yes. life have I ever thought about, about that before. That was an interesting one. Aye, surely, yeah. Surely they've got forms of virus etc mm. and that they'd be so maybe unbelievably strong that we our um immune systems can handle them i definitely a possibility I, I personally think 
we are, we would be so much more toxic than anything else, honestly. Like, I think as... I'd say that. It's like how we live and how we eat and how we how we've came up in the world and different things like that. We've pretty much just came out through dirt, you know what I mean? We've evolved through dirt, we've evolved through microbes, all this bullshit, disease, black plague, everything like that. We, we are horribly, horribly dirty. We eat things that eat their own shit, you know what I mean? Like, that's... Tastes good, though. That, basic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're, we're fucking horrific people. Like, if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, like, the things we eat, the way that we live, like, anything I think that would come into this planet would probably be more fucked than they, than what we would be. I think there would be, I definitely think in other planets and there would be things to contract, but overall, as a species, I think we would be a hell of a lot worse than anything that came into here. I mean, I was going to say that's that's the whole concept of uh, is it work for the worlds? Aye, that's how they. Aye, that's how. They aye. Yeah, we, we are how, as fuck. Like we are, we're in a bat, we're in a war with them, and we don't win our environment or our atmosphere aye. wins because it kills them. <laughs> yeah, back, back, they get, I think it's something like they literally are killed by the cold because they have no immunity to it. Aye, it's aye, the cold yeah, yeah. That kills them. Yeah, that's yeah. it. But well. Do you know it's like well, we say we say that we are ah oh, brilliant. Um we say like the weird dirt and the way that we operate is like we are like albeit we've massively upscaled on how we operate um as humanity in terms of con- consumption, but the basics of we kill a thing to eat a thing, whether that's we kill a broccoli to eat a broccoli or whether we kill a chicken to eat a chicken you know it's like the the renewal of life and death that's like that circle is still still continues on even though we've introduced many artificial elements to that so i don't i don't know if i agree from that side of things that we're necessarily dirtier because surely in a planet where other life's evolved they're they're going to be the same you know it's like they're good life you know, it's like life, you consume whatever it is, be it a car, whether it be a person, be it whatever. It's like you need energy, you consume energy. The energy they don't absorb is then produced in as waste, um, which you might not absorb, but is normally picked up by something else. Uh, and they can then consume that as energy, which then they produce waste and so on and so forth. Because that's you know, like trees are a perfect example in terms of like an that, ecosystem that applies to earth doesn't it ah, yeah absolutely well, well i do you know what fair point yeah but surely that template of life of start beginning end of you need something you create, en- like you need an energy source to give you energy and the energy that you don't use is either stored or um sent out your arsehole (laughs) (laughs) but then what if the alien life forms have no end what and they just consume they just or or even just don't consume they've just learned how to filter the air around them with like some microbe that Uh, but that's still in the air or anything but that's still consuming 
That's still evident. Yeah. That's all they do. That's literally all they do. They don't need to kill. They don't need to do anything like that. They just live off gas. Well, if it, if, and if do go, not die. Go, go going by what you said is if they take microbes, like again, consumption of energy is you are taking energy from something. So whether that's a microbe, whether that's an animal, whether that's a vegetable, is you in order to get energy must like. Energy cannot be destroyed. It's like a law of physics. Um, it can only it can um, can only be kind of passed through things. So it can take different guises, but it needs to start somewhere. So whether it's somebody that filters something out of the air, they're still taking something out of the air. Now, to that energy, then must be transferred to something else. As I says, usually out his butthole. Um, but who knows? Aliens might have an exhaust port outside their their eyeball. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be disgusting. Imagine having a conversation. They're trying trying to have a debate about like what's the cutest ca- uh, cat on the latest trend on Instagram, and then this alien starts shiting at his eye sockets like. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, glip glop! I've told you before. Is he can't even <laughs> having a chat? Enough. Um, but as to say, it's like they're all. You always need to be absorbing something. Energy has to be absorbed for you to be able to function. But again, you're right. That's based on our rules and how life has evolved on this planet. But it's hard to imagine, as Elliot said earlier, a color that doesn't exist. It's hard to imagine how life could function and form any other way. Take it for that point as well. So alien life comes down, makes contact with Earth, and it's like, right, take this tablet. You'll never have to eat or drink again in your entire life. Take a red pill meal. But you can still eat and drink by choice. (laughs) But it's not going to benefit you in in a sense of what it would normally it would just be like, right, take this one pill, this one time, you do not have to drink or eat ever again. Would that take the energy pill? source? Hey, that's that's just like it's that's how it could go, like that that could happen if we're talking about on the grand scheme of things how they operate. They could manufacture something like that. You never know. But would would we not then still produce waste? Because we're we're getting energy, be it from a pill. It's an unlimited energy source. Actually, uh, just uh, remove that whole section of you because there's no point in it. So you could just remove your whole rectum system, your intestine, everything like that. You don't need it anymore. I, I quite like. Then how does the body like? How does the body excrete the the wastefulness that the once you've used whatever? If this, I take it the pill is a serious slow burner that lasts for life. <laughs> it's, but it's, well, it's a complex carbohydrate, Kenny. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can take this pill it's very good for you but there is a slight there is a slight defect 
Do you know what? It's, 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 it's like it's like it's amazing. I'd take the fuck at that film. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I smell like boss sex sometimes. Anyway, so anyway, I. I during during lockdown, that's all I'm smelling. <laughs> What's the point of showering? You're not going outside. You're not serious. <laughs> Anyway, lads, it's been a fucking grand podcast. It's been some a barrel of laughs. I've got progressively a lot more drunk than I started out anyway. So <laughs> Same. <laughs> probably, Same. Probably pretty clearly. In essence of what we've talked about tonight, I think we've really got to take into consideration that our grand plan as a race, the sheer size of what we actually consider ourselves to be, and what our plans or escape plan is going to be if the alien race does come into contact with us. <laughs> oh, bold, mate. Right, that's... Oh, I love it. You're like one of those apocalypse preppers, like one of those bad like Channel 4 documentaries or something, the guy that spends his whole life kitting at his garage. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, every week he's like, as his own spaghetti hoops. <laughs> Garage full of them, lads. Don't worry. When shit hits the fan, sixty boxes times four. Doesn't he realise he's got like a tomato intolerance until he starts tanning into the cans? You're all fucking. You're all laughing at me. You're all laughing at me until you zip up Dale's loft with two millimeter rifle, and you're all asking for your fucking mum. For anyone that has made it through the, the two two odd hours um, of absolutely pish patter that has been um, ourselves, this has been Phil and Nonsense, as I says, the Scottish podcast discussing and debating age-old questions, and this week, are we alone? Um, I think we did a great job of not answering that question uh, with any facts whatsoever, and instead just decided to wander down the road of nonsense. <laughs> And that's okay. That's that's what we wanted to be. Um, so from myself, uh, Danny Mooney, thank you very much for listening. Kenny, you want to say a good a wee goodbye with your tap off there? Oh, mate. Got the tap suit because it, it gets warm in the top half of this cowy mid-terrace. Um, aye. Thanks for listening to our absolute pitch. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Kick over to Ellie. You want to say a couple of words? been a pleasure boys i've thoroughly enjoyed this one this one's been a this one's been good, good so i look, I look forward good. to listening back to it yeah so cheerio troops thank you for listening and deal any last pearls of wisdom before you lock us in your loft when the looting starts the shooting starts What a way to go. Uh, so thanks very much, guys. We have been Phil and Nonsense, and until next month, um, tune in to us. Hashtag <laughs> 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 soundest sign off ever. All right, guys. Catch you later on. Take care. Uh,